This is the Tuesday, February 8th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got you covered with some NBA and a little college coming up. So settle in. Like always, we'll get you in and out in less than 10 minutes. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian, joined this Tuesday morning with Tyler Folger. How are you, my man? Doing well this morning. Uh, one day closer to Super Bowl 56. So uh, just trying to keep up with what uh, what's happening uh, around the uh, Super Bowl matchup, obviously, with my emotional investment. Yeah, so you, the Rams fan, the resident Rams fan. So we'll get to play a, uh, excuse me, Super Bowl props a little bit later in the week as we inch close to the game on this podcast. Obviously, we're doing a bunch on the show, Davy mm-hmm. Lee Wager. But here on the pod, we're going to talk about tonight's action. And let's start in the NBA where we've seen some movement in lines like we usually do in the morning. Lakers actually getting a little steam against the Bucks, which surprises me. But the Nets uh, game is getting steamed up as well. Boston's been playing much better, up to 8.5 with James Harden officially out. And also Orlando now favored in some spots in Portland because of the C.J. McCollum trade with the Pelicans. And uh, Pelicans were 10-point favorites, but they're mostly nine, nine and a half now. So nothing, not a huge move. But what's your top play in the association tonight? Yeah, I think my top play in the association tonight, Doug, there's three that I really, really like. And it's hard to figure out which one is my favorite or my best bet. You mentioned the the Lakers getting steamed, which I don't understand. The Bucks are ridiculous. You have a Memphis team that is laying eight against the Clippers. Um, and Memphis has the best ATS record in the NBA and the Clippers, you know, just reshuffled their roster a little bit, making some trades for uh, with Portland, ironically enough, to bring in Norman Powell and Robert Covington. Well, I think those are two good players for a Clippers team. You know, the chemistry might not be there against a Memphis team that clearly has some of the best chemistry in the NBA. That's why they have one of the best records and best ATS records. But I think my favorite play in the association is uh, riding a trend that you and I both have loved and have uh, noticed here as of late. And that's unders. In Dallas, when the Mavericks are in their home gym, the under is 21-6-1 this season. It's almost 80% that it's hitting. So 21 of the 28 games that they have played in their home gym, the total has gone under. Now, today's matchup is with the Detroit Pistons, and they're laying a big number. I think it's like 11 and a half, something like that. Of course, I don't like laying those big numbers in the NBA because the back door is always open. And I don't necessarily want to play the total under because the Pistons are so bad. If the Mavs have a hot shooting day, they could, you know, run up, you know, 120, 130 points on their own. So I'll just attack and isolate the Pistons team total under 100 and a half points. Again, that's super low, but the Pistons are the second worst offense in the NBA behind the Oklahoma City Thunder. They may not be with Cade Cunningham either in this matchup. He's in that questionable um, injury designation. Uh, they're already missing some, some other key pieces like Josh Jackson from the rotation. And just, again, they're not a good offense. They're 29th in the NBA in offense rating for a reason. They don't play particularly fast, although they're faster than the Mavs. They don't play particularly fast. It's just the Mavs have been an absolute under wagon at home. So to protect myself from Luka and Co. going off, I'll just isolate the Pistons side and say that they uh, go under 100.5 points. And elsewhere, I like some other games. I like the Bucks. You know, no travel. They played Sunday night at the same arena against the Clippers. Convincing second half. Connaughton went off, but really everyone went off. And I just don't trust the Lakers yet. LeBron obviously is back. AD's back. But I just don't trust the Lakers yet in terms of their chemistry and continuity on defense, particularly. I think the Bucks are the best team in the East, and they should cover this 3.5. I like Orlando even. That's become a favorite in Portland. Portland already lost guys. That you mentioned earlier, Tyler Rocco and 
and and Norman Powell. I just think they're really shorthanded. No, no, uh, no CJ tonight. So I think Magic get the win in Portland. And then I my favorite play might be the T Wolves that are now solid five across the board. No De'Aaron Fox. T Wolves should get D'Angelo Russell uh, to play tonight. Even if he doesn't, I like the uh, Minnesota team. They've just been so they've been so much more potent. And this Sacramento team has obviously been super, super shaky. So that's a lot, a lot of things I like in the NBA tonight. Yeah, I, I'm with you, too. I, I, that Bucks lakers as we go through the day, that may end up becoming my my favorite bet of the day. I just think that's wildly disrespectful to the Bucks and way too um, generous to the Lakers. It's almost fishy um, that it's steaming towards the Lakers there. With uh, the, the uh, one other game I do want to mention with the Nets now officially without all of their big three, no Kyrie, no KD, and no Harden tonight, um, isolating their team total and going under against a Celtics team that has really, really flipped the switch defensively since the uh, start of the new year, 2022, uh, might be something I'm interested in as well. So Celtics starting to play much better basketball. The, the, the Brown and Tatum thing is working, and defensively, they've been really, really good the last month. Uh, real quick, college, I, I keep an eye on West Virginia. They've steamed up a little bit, mostly two and a halfs everywhere. There's some twos. If Taz Sherman, who I believe is the second-leading scorer in the Big 12, is good to go, I like him against Iowa State at home in Morgantown. They've lost, I want to say, seven straight, but they've played pretty well. They've been in the games. They've led at halftime in a few of these, even at Baylor, and then obviously this most recently against Texas Tech. But I think when Sherman comes back, it's, it's just exactly what they need. So uh, I like them. So keep an eye on that. Obviously, the steam will come as well. So just, you know, do your Twitter capping and searching and all that fun stuff. And if he doesn't, who knows? Maybe the under first half, something like that. But they need Sherman. And, and the Auburn-Arkansas game, look, it's going to be a great atmosphere. I think the Tigers rise the challenge. I'll lay the two at Arkansas. So a couple college plays with some short numbers there. But that'll do it for us in and out in 10 minutes like we promised. And we'll see you later today at our usual time slot, 6 Eastern on ESPN2. 